It's another edition of Talent Talk. Dennis Cheatham, Will Morad, and me, John Scoutner, here from the box, Cool Springs, Tennessee, CrossFit Talent. And guys, we are just days away from the first workout for the Open. Oh, yeah. I signed up this morning. Can't yeah. very well sit here and tell the, tell the folks to do it and not do it myself. So well done, yeah. sir. I'm well in. Done. I'm in. Saw that this morning. Yeah. I'm excited, though. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Five weeks yeah. of fun right All now. All the... Everybody's trying to predict what it's going to be. Well, that's yeah. that's part of the anticipation, I think. That's yeah. that's exciting. But um, you know, it's uh, unknown and unknowable. Oh, hello. All right, <laughs> fixing stuff. So we're we're new. We're getting this thing off the ground. It's it's one of those things. What do we have to look forward to? I mean, what what can you say in terms of your experience from past open workouts? I mean, what what is it? What's it going to be? What do we think? I'm. We have no idea. I mean, HQ, um, they come up with some really crazy stuff. So uh, we know that the, you're going to have snatches in there, muscle-ups, chest-to-bar pull-ups, thrusters, wall balls, double-unders, box jumps. Um, Toes-to-bar, maybe. Toes-to-bar, deadlift, you know, stuff like that. Ba- your basic movements. Mm-hmm. Um, we, 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 over the years, we kind of got an idea that they're – HQ, they design them to where anybody and everybody can do them anywhere. You know, they're not they're right. not they're not going to be very, you know, difficult things that are going to be done. Um, just basic movements. Uh, the difficulty starts moving into when you get to regionals, and when you especially when you get if you go to the games, um, the difficulty then occurs there. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit more elaborate uh, makeup, and and they have a, a, a much bigger arena at the. Home Depot Center. Uh, it's not Home Depot now. It's StubHub. StubHub. StubHub, right. Yeah, yeah. What I like about it is two things. Number one, like you had mentioned, Dennis, that you don't have to be in a box to do it. And you don't have. You can film your workouts if you're working out on your own. But it's also scalable for people who are maybe at my skill level or at other skill levels within CrossFit. You don't have to do it rx you, you can do it scaled just so that you have that benchmark going forward. And yeah. that, that's that's my investment this year. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm looking for. So, yeah, they they, they allow you to do that. Um, you know, it, it sets a, like like you said a, a baseline, right? Yeah, I mean, you get to do the workout that I'm doing, that Dee's doing. The right. Whole community, coaches and athletes alike, get to do the same workout together. Same well, and workout. then there's also the team aspect to it too. Building the community, you mean? Yeah. Well, and within CrossFit, you know, I mean, I, we I joined the talent team when I signed up. I, I listed CrossFit talent as my affiliate and joined the talent team. So. Yeah, yeah. So we all get to measure ourselves against each other, right? More or less. And if we're going to try and put a regional team up, well, and and on that measuring each other against each other and in the box, uh, CrossFit came out with their app, their mobile yeah. mobile app yesterday. They, yeah. They launched it, and you can see yourself where you're at in the region, where you're at in the world. Um, you even can see yourself where you're, where you're at in the box. You can do a custom leaderboard for their box. So, I'm telling you, the apps are the wave of the future. I mean, it, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a, it made it a little more exciting. The ones that downloaded the app, we all talked about it yesterday. It was, it was pretty cool. Makes, 
Makes leaderboarding more of a problem, oh, though. Oh, yeah, because now you can really go to it. It's you in your you pocket. Yeah. You don't have to refresh, refresh, refresh. It's right, right there. Constantly <laughs> looking at it. A constant <laughs> reminder. It reminds you either how bad or how good you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, good times. And, and as the... As the email Ryan sent you, you know, Rich Froning's still better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> how are you going to get around that? He's going to have to probably go team one day. Well, it's fun to watch. It certainly is. And, and another interesting thing that I, I kind of scratched the surface of yesterday, again, as I was signing up, was, you know, it, part of the sign-up process is you have to agree to uh, the banned substances policies. Yeah. Yep. And, and that, that got me thinking, is there an advantage? Can there be an advantage for... Uh, an athlete who chooses to use some sort of a banned substance, some sort of a performance enhancer. Uh, there was a lot of talk a couple of years ago about how it might not necessarily be beneficial to a CrossFit athlete. Mm. Well, I know, I know that the, uh, you know, in the bodybuilding world, you, you can use particular type of anabolic steroids that uh, make you bigger. Right. Um, in the in the horse racing world, they use anabolic steroids to make them faster. Right. Um, you know, uh, I would I would say that you know if you could find something out there that it would that does both, yeah, it's it would benefit you, but it's very difficult to do that. Yeah. Um, and especially with what um, what they're doing now on the drug testing. You know, Will Will's mentioned it yesterday about he's he's seen some of the the you know national guys. Uh, being drug tested, you know, mm -hmm. you know, more than once in a month. Yeah. So, well, I think it speaks to the legitimacy of CrossFit as a sport that they're going to self-govern. Um, but it's also an interesting aspect that, and I, and I think this was an interview with Froning, and he was talking about some of the routines that he had been doing and some of the supplementation that he had been doing, and that caused him to put on a little bit more muscle mass, and which was making it a little more difficult for him with some of the gymnastics moves you know and so here's a guy who's at the absolute pinnacle of this sport and he's got to be very careful about how he maintains his body because five or eight or ten extra pounds of muscle may theoretically make him stronger but may also make it more difficult for him to do certain movements so it's it i think i think it's a there's a trade-off there, and and it's it's an interesting thing to look at. Well, it's that balancing uh, with you know within the ten domains. You know, you have to stay balanced in those ten domains. You can't get too specific on one end. You can't specialize too much in one end, or you're going to diminish in another. You know, it, that's the the beauty about CrossFit. You you focus on one thing, and you let something neglect, you're going to suffer later in the in the year. Yeah, you have to be a hybrid. You have to be a a track athlete. An O lifter, a swimmer, <laughs> everything in once, everything all at once. Right. It's a, and that's the beauty of this, and that's why it works so well. Yeah. Yeah. Outstanding. Well, you've got some new news. You were talking about Max Muscle. Oh yeah, Jamie Free over there at Max Muscle signed me up to be a an athlete for them. So. But like, that's pretty exciting. Go on over and visit Jamie Free. Yeah, Max go. Muscle Cool Spring. Tell, Max Muscle Cool Spring. There you go. There you <laughs> go. And, uh, business and admittedly, I've never set foot in one of their establishments, but I've seen their uh, free magazines that they give away at Kroger, and uh, you know it, it, that attracts attention. It, tell me what it is that, that that makes Max Muscle what it is. You know what I mean? Um, I know they work with a lot of uh, you know professional athletes, Titans, some guys in the NBA, um, just help them getting their nutrition dialed in. So. I talked with Jamie a little bit about that, and he's helping 
fine tune my training a little bit. So. Right. Huh? So you're supplementing with the help of them. What? Mm -hmm. What? What? T take us through your routine. Talk about what you do. Um, he gave me some protein and uh, a little bit of fish oil, stuff like that. Um, hear me better now? Yeah, that sounds a lot better. Can you hear me? I'm serious. Now? You gotta like literally chew on the mic, <laughs> man. I'm, it, I'm the one over here with the deep voice. Get it right yeah. up in your grill. Yeah. So fish oil. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So just to help me recover a little bit, we're putting in a lot of volume, especially this time of the year. So. Got to keep that mind clear and the body, you know, rolling the right way. So right now I feel good. Um, I haven't – I've started taking protein, what, the past two days? Mm -hmm. So it's still a little early to see the differences. But um, Is that a whey protein? What type of protein? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a whey protein. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of um, opinions out there about what kind of supplements we should take and what we shouldn't. Right now I'm just happy to be taking protein. Yeah, well, whatever works, right? Yeah. And this kind of goes back to something, uh, Dennis, you were talking about in the last podcast, and that is fine-tuning your diet, mm -hmm. you know, fine-tuning your your caloric intake and your, your levels of protein and different things like that to figure out what works best for your human machine as yep. opposed to just reading it off a of paper and saying, well, this is what it's I should be taking, and I'm just going to start taking that. Yep. So, and a lot of that, you know, if your nutrition is down, you're not going to recover fast enough. Um, you're going to lead into, you know, overtraining. Um you know, you're not getting enough rest. It's going to lead into overtraining, mm -hmm. especially the amount of volume that we have to do. Mm -hmm. um, I noticed for myself, the last four weeks, the last three weeks, uh, wasn't getting enough calories. And, you know, I was, was not getting, started adding more uh, sweet potatoes back into my diet um, for post-workouts and, and pre-workouts to be able to finish and, and be able to, the output. Um, and it helped. Um, but we did notice, on, at least on my end, there was a, not a volume that was going in the recovery was slower and slower interesting now yeah. when you when you're talking about sweet potatoes are those baked or are we baked yeah, yeah. awesome awesome man those are that's good stuff yeah minus the marshmallows i'm sure no, like my, like no. grandma used to yeah make. i don't eat quite as clean as that guy but uh you know i've, I've adapted the paleo-ish diet yeah um i'd say i'm probably like 70 30 i'm terrible i love cheese um <laughs> I'm, yeah, sorry. I'm not huge on dairy <laughs> but now that protein has milk in it um that's not bothering me too much that yet that so. was the hard, hardest thing for me to go get rid of was the cheese yeah i, I could do away with the milk it was the cheese uh, when i was switching over um the breads eh, you know they're yeah. bread yeah i mean i can that take it or leave it yeah, on the bread honestly but well, it, it was the cheese we were in uh I was in Texas this past weekend for a for a precision rifle match, and this particular event is one where we have to enter the facility uh, before 7 a.m. and they lock the gate. You can't leave because the whole facility then becomes an active area where they're shooting. And because of that, we have to plan ahead and we have to bring lunch. And we had to bring food to get ourselves through a 12-hour day outside in you know South Texas. And one of the easiest things to pick up is Subway on the way over there. Well, I end up you know with a foot-long Subway. And I end up eating about a third of the bread and then scooping up the rest of the, the meat and the veggies and just eating that, like, sandwich in hand. Just because, the, you know, the bread just isn't doing anything for me anymore. Yeah. So I'm gradually making my way there, but uh, I'm going to be... I'm gonna, I'm like you, Dennis. I'm gonna have a hard time giving up the cheese, man. I love cheese. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was a big one. I had to... I gave it up for about two weeks, three weeks, and then when I added it back in one morning... Uh, with an omelet, um, I swelled up pretty bad, so I I, I I noticed that the joint was, the joints were not functioning as well that morning, um, and that was just my big indicator. 
yeah. you know, when it comes to performance, you know, you, you have to move. And if you have swelling in a joint, and it hurts. Yeah. So um, leading into what, what, what your gun uh, deal. Yeah. Um, how, you know, my question would be, you know, how is CrossFit, how would you see CrossFit helping you or helping the athletes in that, in that realm? Well, it's an interesting situation, especially in the practical shooting world, the USPSA, uh, the, the very dynamic, a lot of movement, a lot of shooting on the move. You got to be fast in and out of positions. And this is a situation where at this past, uh, open nationals in St. George, Utah, uh, the CrossFit media was there, uh, and Dave Castro was there. Dave Castro is an A-class shooter in USPSA, and he was participating in his first nationals, and they were there filming it. And they did a little, I don't know, they did like an eight-minute package that, uh, that ran on, um, on the homepage that was his experience and the experience of a, of a selected other group of elite shooters who are also uh, big-time CrossFitters. And there, there is no denying it. I, I, shooting whatever your whatever your physical endeavor whatever your physical pastime is you will be better at it as you gain your capability and your strengths through crossfit and i've re i've reaped some of that benefit in the short time that i've been working out here at talon um and it's not just stop shoot and run and stop and shoot it's other things it's it's manual dexterity i've been working on uh, uh quad loading my shotgun for multi-gun and yeah, we don't work out anything that's specific to grip and this motor skill of that. But I think as a whole, I'm sharper. I'm able to do the, the fine dexterity movements like that a little easier and a little quicker because as a whole and as a whole package, I'm more fit. I'm, I'm more adept to it. And I know for a fact that it works for the guys who are at the top of the sport. I mean, there's just no denying it because more and more of them are getting involved in it and like anybody who gets involved in crossfit they want to talk about it you yep. know what i mean yeah well that goes into what crossfit is i mean i would look at somebody like that as yeah he's not a, really a crossfit athlete right um he's a he's a he's a shooter you know he, it's a recreational sport for him but he's using crossfit to to maintain his fitness and to get better at you know his accuracy or mm -hmm. his dexterity or his agility whatever it is mm -hmm. uh that needs to be focused on and 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 well, for a long time, there's, you know, and there's a, there's an interesting school of thought that's pretty divided within, especially the pistol shooting community, which is to grip strength train or not. And um, some of the guys who are the best at it choose to grip strength train and other guys would never pick up a captain's a crush, you know, and talk about, no, nah, I don't want to, I don't want to potentially damage my hands. Um, that I think applies across the board. You're going to get a stronger grip as you work on the movements in CrossFit, as you work on pull-ups and toes to bar and you work on the Olympic lifts, that's going to affect your grip. That's going to cause you to be stronger throughout your, you know, throughout your entire upper body. And those are the things that allow you to manage recoil and allow you to make follow-up shots and allow you to be quicker with follow-up shots, which ultimately makes you quicker on the clock, which is a benefit uh, directly tied to shooting. But again, you can apply that model to any physical endeavor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it's it's back to what what CrossFit originally, what Glassman originally wanted was it's a fitness program, yep. um, constantly very functional movements performed at a high intensity, um, and then go practice a sport. Yep. You know, uh, I know I've heard many stories of the guys out in California when they first started it, and they were surfers. Yeah. That's where the, the long shorts that came into it, the board shorts, they were surfers, and they'd come in after a wave in the morning, work out, and go right back out. 
So, I mean, it, it's 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 a good fitness program for your your athletes that are just looking for something extra. Yeah. Well, here's something interesting that I was kind of tracking over the last couple of days. It's been the NFL Combine. I don't know if you guys are watching that stuff, but it's interesting to me that they have these baseline tests of strength and speed and agility that they have all of these uh, up-and-coming NFL players do. And none of it really follows anything that we do in CrossFit, which I think is interesting, but I also think is a bit of a letdown because I would love to see a guy like Jadavian Clowney who can lay up and do, you know, his bench press was he did 21 reps at 225, and that's their bench line. You know, that's their baseline. So he's 265 pounds, 6'2", and he can run a 4'3", 40, and he's got a vertical leap of 37 inches, and he can bench press 245 21 times unbroken. I'd love to see what he can do. I'd love to see how much he can snatch, or I'd love to see how much he can clean and clean and jerk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'd love to see what his Fran time would look like. You know what I mean? Well, that uh, might not look too good. Yeah, right. Well, that's <laughs> that the way. thing. That's the question. It might be awesome. It might be like, whoa, these these dudes are really all that, or it might be ex- it might expose them. You They're, know? I I think that it's just specific training. Yeah. Um, they specifically train. You know, I've trained guys ready for combine, and and you really work on the bench and you work on the 40 and you work right. on the pro agility and the, the three cone and, and you, the vertical and you're really working on making sure that they do well at that, those tests, right? They're testing, you're, you're training for the test. Um, but from that point, I mean, I've seen, I've seen numerous, uh, you know, pro athletes, you know, they've come in here, ex pro athletes have come in here and here you go. Here's a barbell. Let's snatch. And technically they're so bad, you know, you're worried for them. Right, you know, but they can move a lot of weight. Yeah, I was gonna, yeah, that's the thing is they've got the ability to grab a bar and pull a bar off the ground with a bunch of weight on it. But if they don't have the technique, you know, when it gets when that when that weight gets up, then then they can get in trouble pretty quick. Well, Will was at, at OC. You know, we you, they OC Throwdown this year. They did a it's like an s- interval it, combine. We it, did the whole combine. Yeah, like, right. What six minutes? Yeah, like that. yeah. <laughs> each each one they give you what a minute break or two minute break in between each station. It was on the minute, on the minute. So yep. we were rolling through it. So the whole bit, cone drill, vertical leap, everything, and the bench too. The bench, which is interesting because it, to some extent, you see bench come, you know, bench press come in, and it's sometimes it's close bench, close grip bench, and things like that. But for the most part, it's like that's kind of a taboo exercise anymore, you know, within, within the CrossFit community. It's like, yeah, I got 99 problems on a bench ain't one kind of thing. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I mean, I still, I still do it. And I think I do it for two things. It's number one, aesthetics. Number two, it feels good. And number three, I've seen in three months, I've seen a 35 pound increase in my max bench. And I attribute that 100% to all of the exercises I'm doing here. I mean, a close grip bench can be beneficial yeah like a jerk or a press right if you're in tight if you're right. wide then you know maybe then, you're not going to get as much benefit but i like benching we don't do it a lot i'm but. trying to be yoked man i'm hey, trying man, to look good what at you the gotta pool, do right that's <laughs> it's almost swimsuit season bro come on yeah we don't we, i mean our general population they don't bench no uh we bench every once in a while we bench in the off season early in the off season but as we get closer and closer and the months go by we we really focus on the stuff that's going to a bigger carryover right um, well, we did the heck out of some push-ups yesterday. <laughs> I think my math was wrong too on that, but that's cool. Whatever. I I learned yesterday that I have to work on over on handstand push-ups. There's no, yeah. That was the point. Yes, <laughs> yes. I learned I learned a hard lesson on that yesterday. Good times, Dennis. What do you got? Uh, I, I don't know, not much. Let me see. 
Well, I know we got some new intro music. You guys got a taste of that getting oh, into this. Yeah. Who do we credit for that? Uh, Paul Hood, a um, trainer that used to be here. Uh, rising country songwriter. Well, that doesn't sound a bit country to me, man. No, and I, I like that. I've always told him he needed to be metal. Well, he knocked Imagine it out that. of the park there, boy. Yeah, man. That's good. Yeah, That's good stuff. Good intro. And as we speak, we are working on getting the podcast approved on iTunes, so you won't have to just sit in front of your computer to listen to it. You can always listen to it on your mobile device through uh, the CrossFit Talent site. Uh, you can link to Podbean. But hopefully within the week, we will be approved on iTunes, and you can subscribe and be automatically updated when we post uh, new episodes of Talent Talk. Yeah. Um, well, a few things here. You know, one of the things, little notes throughout the week. Um, why do most people train? I mean, we have a lot of people come in here. Why, why do you train? Is, are you training for aesthetics? Are you training for, you know, as yourself, you know, shooting? Mm-hmm. Are we training? Are you, are you, do you want to be a CrossFit athlete? You know, what are the reasons why you train? Um, those things, understanding why you train will probably set you up on being successful at whatever goal that you're trying to achieve when you walk in this door. I think I can answer yes to all of those. And I can add the fact that uh, as soon as I walked in the door the first time I came in here, I made friends with people. And uh, that is a huge part of accountability for me is, hey, I got to go see, I got to go see my buddies. I got to go see Will. I got to go see the people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That, that is a huge part of it for me. But, uh, yeah, at 39, almost 40 years old with an elbow replacement, I have no aspirations of actually being an elite CrossFit athlete. However, with that being said, I signed up for the men's RX division at the, uh, at the Nolensville Throwdown for Autism. So cool, cool. I'm ready to test myself within the scale division. I looked at their list of, of movements and exercises and the weights, and I said, all right, I got all of that. I'm good to go. I'm going to do it. So, nice. you know, I, I, I got to take a little step at a time. But, uh, but, yeah, for me, that's a big thing. Yeah, that is big. That's a big thing. And, I, I mean, I won't, I won't hide the fact that there's a little bit of uh, – there's still a little bit of ego in there. I still want to mm-hmm. try to win. You it's know fun I mean? to compete. That's I, what I mean. Yeah, I still exactly. want to try to win. So that's right. the thing. And, and uh, I can answer first and foremost yes to the aesthetic question. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the bench. Right, again. That's why, that's why I'm still at the house throwing, <laughs> trying to throw up the bench. So, yeah. well, you, you, know, you train like an athlete. You're going to look like an athlete. You know, you train like a CrossFit athlete, you're going to look like a CrossFit athlete. Nothing wrong with that. No. I train. I mean, I just like to train. That's why I train. I mean. Yeah, he's always training. I right. get I get in trouble for training too much. We, 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 have to, we have to pull him back at times. That is kind of one of the questions that I had for you guys as the fire breathers here. You guys work out every single day, multiple workouts. You know, you look at the fire breathers board, and you guys have a morning workout and an afternoon workout. And there's all, I mean, you guys are here every day, and there's all kinds. So it's a huge volume of work. How much is too much? When when do you you know when is there a recovery? Silence. They're looking at him. <laughs> Stumped him. Today is recovery. I swam a little bit. Oh, That's good, 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 good. Yeah, I mean, today today Wednesdays are usually recovery. Okay. Uh, right now in the o- getting ready for the open. I think the last two weeks has been an active recovery, mm-hmm. where we go and we do something, uh, you know, seventy percent, seventy five percent, get a good sweat going, flush the body out. And, uh, you know, nothing real taxing. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of the time we're training you know, three three times a day, at least, you know, an hour in the morning, an hour and a half in the afternoon, and another maybe 30 minutes to an hour in the evening. That's awesome. But that training, I mean, you know, when you, you mentioned those, the, that time domain, a lot of it is, you know, we're, part of that hour you're rolling out, you're doing mobility, you're, you know, you're taking care of the things that need to be taken care of for that particular, you know, moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like yesterday, the row was, I was done in, what, 20 minutes maybe, 15 yeah. minutes. Mm-hmm. 
you know, but it, 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 I needed another 20 minutes prior to that to really get moving and get the body ready for what we were about to do. Excellent. So, you know, three, you know, three workouts a day. Yeah, I would say so. I'd say it's more than that, but three times a day. It's fun. I mean, I think it would be hard to lower the volume now. Like, I don't think what we regular life You feel like something be, was missing, right? Yeah, yeah. like, it, it's we, almost like we tried that eating <laughs> right we tried it we tried to lower the volume down you know we we had trained like this for quite a while and then we were like well let's deload and let's let's just drop some stuff during the week you know two days a week let's see what happens and i don't even think we made it a week that was a summertime right yeah yeah you, you were doing you were texting me workouts that you were doing in the, in the garage and i'm like yo dude we're supposed to be off right he's like no i need to work out. back it down hot rod <laughs> you know <laughs> and you know the numbers still go up i you know um, overtraining's a, a, a thing, and I saw something the other day. Somebody posted, I think it was Barbell Shrug. They, they posted a little thing that said, you know, over. It's not overtraining; it's uh, under recovery. Right. And yeah, I would say that as long as you're recovering, you know, then then you're you should be good, and your body can can continue to go. Mm -hmm. But if you're not getting enough sleep, and you're not getting enough uh, calories, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna bonk somewhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And and it 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 plays a rough rough thing on your mind. Yeah. Interesting post this uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, from Tara, uh, email to all of the members about the uh, uh, shares of grass-fed beef and pork. Oh yeah, let's yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, that yeah, because yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm I'm constantly looking for new sources for that kind of thing. Bacon, yeah, and yeah, uh, it was an they interesting. Got, they got good bacon. It was a funny line that she wrote in there. If you if you want to ruin the taste of processed preservative rich bacon, don't order this because this is so good you won't know what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, uh, how better to I'm sell a bunch it, of bacon? Get in on dude. this this round. You kidding me? <laughs> That's awesome. Walnut Hills. Uh, we this gentleman out at Walnut Hills um, does a great job. Mm -hmm. uh, all the all the the beef is uh, grass fed, grass finished. You bet. Uh, no hormones involved. Um, he cuts it up, butchers it up, brings it to us. Uh, even the pork, mm -hmm. um, they use sea salt on the pork instead of regular salt. Uh, no nitrates involved. And um, you know, uh, as as we said, and we're joking there, the bacon is outstanding. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is really good. Thick pieces. Yep, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, we uh, we we share it. We use we use a. We get everybody involved here in the box. Um, we come in. They'll throw back here. They'll, he'll, we'll all stand out here and, and put our, our coolers out. And we divvy and, it up, and buddy. We divvy it up. I'm getting in. And I'm it, in. It's, it's, it's worth it, yeah. um, especially the, the taste of the steaks. Um, we, if we run out, we haven't in a while, but the, when we did first start it, we'd run out of the meat. The taste of regular beef out of the store is yeah. just un. It just doesn't taste it the doesn't same. Doesn't compare, does it? No, yeah. this is tender. It's really good. Yeah. Um, when you cook it, and you cook it down, even with the ground, you don't get a lot of fat out of it. Um, right. You know, it's just good stuff. What's the date on this deal? Uh, I think you got to be in by the end of the week with your commitment, and then say it comes after that. Well, we. I mean, you know, one of the things that we do here for the community, as as you said, mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to lead into what what you were talking about is the the accountability and the support from the community yep you know the pig and the and the, and the cow pool we also do um uh, lisa perry's paleo works mm -hmm. um, they bring in meals weekly um to help the ones that are on on the go mm -hmm. you just pop it in it's a it's a it's a good meal pop it in eat it um in the microwave and then you're ready to go and then uh through the summer and winter um we do a csa um it's a farmer down, I believe, outside of Lawrenceburg. Yep. And uh, organically grown f uh, veggies, and he brings them in. 
That's outstanding. I've seen that. I've seen the vegetable distribution go down before, yeah. and uh, that was when I got to talking to Tara shortly after joining about uh, about the meat share. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah, because so. you know the boys are big fans of pork chops, and mm-hmm. we you know we do the ground we we do ground beef and we do steaks at the house, and you know the, there's just uh, I can't think of a better way not only to support uh, small business family farmer, but also be feeding my family quality and healthier meats yep yep so don't miss that because the more shares we buy the better off we are i think at the end of it all oh yeah more the more the more people we get involved in in it in the community the, the more you're going to get more more meat you get out of it yep um there's the 930 class going on right now if you can hear them in the background kind of working working some back squats over there looks like some fun stuff looks like lisa's uh riding herd over this operation today <laughs> be interesting they've got uh, their wad prescribed today is 100 double unders and 50 burpee over box jumps and another 100 double unders to get out so Man, you did I, that one yeah i can't believe I, pu- I put that in for them well well uh, misery yeah misery loves company yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so me with my deficiency in double unders i'll be doing 300 jump ropes uh 200 we knocked you down oh is that right we oh, want you here oh, all day oh so friendly oh, man. so friendly and thoughtful do 300 thank you thank you thank you this 600 being that i that i really hurt my own feelings yesterday with the push-ups you know it was two times the number of goblet squats for push-ups well i ran off with the wrong understanding you know i went four goblet squats eight push-ups then i did eight goblet squats and I did 16 push-ups. So I had it right until all of a sudden I went from 16 to 32 and then went from 32 to 64. That was wrong. I went, tw- I went 12 goblet, squat- goblet squats, should have went 24 push-ups, not mm-hmm. 32. So 12 times 2. My output depleted, <laughs> my output depleted pretty quickly. I witnessed it. Yeah, it was, yeah, <laughs> was kind of sad and embarrassing. Need a calculator. But, uh, <laughs> again, the, the whole point in that is, is to, point number one, point out the deficiency and encourage me and others to learn handstand push-ups, bottom line. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. where we, we're going. I mean, a lot of these things, you know, I, I had a conversation with, I don't remember who it was yesterday, um, about this stuff. You know, they they were talking about muscle-ups and, you know, or chest bar I think it was chest bar And I looked at her and I said, well, how many times have you come in to, to even practice? Well, I haven't. Well, how do you expect to get better if you haven't been practicing? And she just kind of just stared that with, with a dumbfounded look at me. And I'm like, you know, truth hurts it sometimes. you got to do the work. I mean, you have to do the work. you got to practice. And if you're not going to put in the work, don't expect yeah. something to happen. Yeah. And, you know, we offer skill sessions here where you can come in and work one-on-one or in a small group setting with, with a, a coach to improve on some of these skills that are, you know, they're still out there and we're still trying to figure them out. Yep. Yeah. It was a tragedy. I missed the double under uh, seminar with the jump rope people. But oh my lord, that was how'd that go for you, dude? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, you, you attended that? Mm. You got some thoughts there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, okay. that was it. Was a, a jumping rope? I think it was called. That yeah. They they, they do uh, they go to the games and they do some crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they had a guy that that here that was one of the coaches at fourteen hundred double unders in a row, something like Good that. Good gracious. Yeah, and the, 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 the woman that owns it was like seventeen hundred double unders in a row. That's insanity. Insane. That'd yeah, be interesting to put a calorie counter on that and find out how what kind of calories you burn yeah, at fourteen hundred double unders, dude. How unbroken, how painful is that? It was it was good, you know, trying to correct some of the mistakes, you know, the, the biomechanical issues that are going on with double unders, at least for right. me and a lot of the members that were here. Um 
Yeah, it was it was it was entertaining. You guys were laughing a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry yeah. I missed it. We were yeah. coaching a class over here while they were doing. While it. they were doing it, yeah, yeah. me and Fowler. <laughs> I'm sorry I missed it. But they, I, I mean, that, that, the young man that was there, that was one of the coaches. You know, speed double or speed singles, and the rope was real short, and he'd get down like a little runner, and yeah. he would just go boom, 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 and he would just. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah, how fast they were moving. That's pretty awesome. How much of that is? The rope and how much of it is your technique? I think it's all technique. Yeah, it's all technique. Um, the the rope is dependent on on how good you are at double unders. You know, if you're still trying to figure them out, you're going to want a heavier rope. If you've got them down, yeah, you can go with a light little rope. Mm-hmm. They handed me one when we were doing a little double under center. It was like a little wire. Yeah, I felt like I was going to chop my feet off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, every time I get hit, I did mess up, man. That hurt. And that, and that's a, that was their speed rope, and it moved. Mm-hmm. It moved quickly. Well, that's pretty cool. A little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. And eventually I'll be able to attend something like that where I don't have a travel conflict or whatever. So I'm looking forward to that as we go forward. What else? What do we got? Where you at? Where you at? What, do you, what do you got? You're sitting over here shaking your head. What's up? What have you been doing? I'm just glad to be hanging out with you guys this morning. <laughs> Makes it fun, doesn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. nice. It's a little, little, little chill session, a little chat. It's always good. The people no, out was, there listening. Uh, Jenny, one of our, our Olympic lifting coaches and CrossFit coaches, sent me um, a message on Facebook, and it was a post about how to coach women. Yeah, I saw that. And this I was morning. like, I didn't read not it. Coaching the women the right way, or what's going I on? Saw, I so. saw where she put that out there. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and what I to do comment, if I you end hugs. up with a criers. <laughs> yeah, give hugs. Uh, I haven't had a crier give yet. Give hugs. Now that I can remember. Man, I used to make them always cry. <laughs> I've wanted to cry. I think I started crying <laughs> yeah, a little bit inside I've yesterday. I've seen some guys cry. But not, yeah. not I, I know I was crying on Monday. As far as like coaching men and women, I just teach them the same way. Keep it light. Yeah, I don't change up my approach much. I mean. I don't think you should, right? Right. I mean, yeah. Mm. For me, for me, I don't have to change my approach too much. I don't now. If I'm coaching my fiance, forget about it. Well, yeah, yeah. Different different. approach there. That's different. Yeah, different approach. It's like me coaching Tara. No, no way. (laughs) No, no, no. no. (laughs) We're, we're, you know. She's just not listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a different thing. No, uh, but I think co- I mean I've co- I've coached we've I've coached soccer, mm-hmm. you know, and I've got into this and we're coaching here and it, it there is a different thing of coaching women, especially an all women's group. Like right now, you know, the class going on. There's you know, it's just Brian. I think there's one guy here, and the rest are women. Yeah, and you know it's 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 different. Uh, coaching a, a, a group of women that are on a team, it's different. You know, dealing with Lisa at, as a as a CrossFit athlete, mm-hmm. it's a little different. Dif- dealing with Kat, there's so many different personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't, you know, when I coach guys, yeah, I'd bring them in, and if they weren't doing the getting the work done, man, I'd lay into them. You can't do that with women. You can't do that with girls. Some of them are they'll they'll crash and they'll cry. You know, they'll they'll walk away thinking that you're one big, you know what? Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know, it, it it is different. I think it you have to take a different approach. Um, right. Well, fellas can kind of let that just roll. Oh off their yeah, head. man. Yeah. You know, and it depends on your personality too. You know, hell, somebody say say something to me, you know, a teammate or something. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, for women, you know. Especially in our Olympic lifting, we got a lot of women that are doing it, and I'll get in there and coach, and they're wanting a pat on the back each time. Mm-hmm. You know that they, they they they'll look at you for you know approval. Yes, and you know well, yeah, you did good, but fix this, fix this, and let's keep working. Well, that was one of the interesting <laughs> things for me, and I actually conferred with a couple of the other coaches about you know you'll get 
especially you, Dennis, you'll come over and you'll watch, and you won't say anything. You turn around and go watch somebody else. And that, if you don't understand already, that he didn't say anything because you're doing it right. Right? Yeah. You don't need a you don't need a attaboy every time. You don't need a good job every time. If you didn't hear something, you didn't hear a correction, that means you're doing it right. And you know, once you once I had that understanding, then I'm like, Oh, okay, good. The judgmental dentist, I understand. Well, I understand well, a little better. No, I I think that if, if if I'm watching something I think you know, it there needs to be some correction, yes, I'm gonna say something. Right. I mean real quickly. Yeah. Um if it's being hit and, and it's there maybe need a little bit of improvement, but right now, under whatever set you're at or whatever time you're in, yeah, maybe a little bit of okay. Look, let them keep going. If the if it keeps breaking down further, yeah, let's right. step in and right. and stop them. Um, but you know, I I'm old school. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just a situation where once you have that understanding, now there isn't an expectation of an attaboy. You know? Oh, yeah. Well, so. I've had some fellows who are the same way as what we were talking about with some of the ladies. Oh, yeah. They're, like, looking for that affirmation. You're like, all right, guys, you're doing good. Yeah. Everybody's all right here. All right. <laughs> no, but it, it's 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 Just different. Stress yourself out. I think, you know, I think that, that coaching women is, is different. I mean, it, girls, coaching girls' teams, coaching women, well, it's really different than coaching a group of guys, mm-hmm. you know. And it, it takes a special uh, coach that can, can, can do that. Now, there are some impressive – impressive female athletes in in our talent community uh some girls that can just kill it man oh yeah yeah and awesome i think just mm-hmm. you know what cross has done for the, the female population in general and the female athlete is just outstanding mm-hmm. i mean you see some some beautiful women strong beautiful women you know achieving things that um man I, you would have never thought five six seven years ago mm-hmm. you know you're seeing things happen which is it, it's great it's awesome Makes it fun. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I notice sometimes, <laughs> it's funny to say it, but a lot of the times, women follow instruction. They're easier. Easier mm-hmm. than a male would. Yeah. Um, sometimes a guy will give you his attention, and you'll say something, and you can see it going straight through him. Right. And he'll go back to whatever crappy form he was doing before, <laughs> where a girl is... Nine times out of ten is gonna at least try to apply what you're saying, even if it's not perfect the first time. So. Right. Yeah. What I've what I've um, what I've learned from coaching girls in, on the soccer field is is most of them want to in, in, most of them want to please the coach and make sure that it's being done right from what the coach is requiring. And even in here, when we when we get the Olympic lifting and we're at we're talking about technical movements and we're breaking things down. You know the, the the women they will they will listen and they will work on getting it done. Where, you know, I've had guys that just yeah okay one in and one ear out the other, yep. like you said, and it's frustrating at times from a coach. You know I just I'll just look at them, walk away, go do something else. Sometimes I do the broken record technique, <laughs> and I just keep repeating myself and repeating myself. If they're doing eventually you're gonna hear me. Yeah. Eventually you'll hear me. Well you know we have these new technology, the iPhone. Just record it and just sit it there on the box next to him and just hit play and let it go over and over and over and over until they get it right. Yeah. Oh man, good so, times, good stuff. You no, know, but Olympic lifting. You know, you mentioned it when Jenny sent it to you. Um, one of the things that that we started here, and I want to put a little plug in for. Her, is she started, Jenny started a uh, Olympic lifting class mm-hmm. at uh, Grassland Middle School. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she got a couple of uh, 10 and 11-year-olds out there. Uh, I think one's 12-year-old that is l- really good. Had some video of it, sent me a couple of videos. Uh, one one young man was pretty pretty 
quick on a, a 15 pound bar. Great. Yeah. So she's starting a little weightlifting club at her son's uh, middle school. That is awesome. I did not. I did not know about that. Yeah. That's fantastic. Future Olympians. Because that's where they come from. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That's where. That's where the the next group of of junior uh, Olympic lifters come from, and then you know those that rise to the occasion will eventually populate our Olympic team, mm -hmm. and they have to come from somewhere. Yeah. That's awesome. So, um, you know, Jenny just went out of her comfort zone and and went and you know approached them and. Now we got this little little team out there, and you know we look look forward to doing some big stuff with them. Good for her. That's great. Yeah, outstanding stuff. Well, we are readily approaching the forty minute mark wow. on this edition of Holy Talent smokes. Talk. Almost nice. done. I think that's pretty cool, man. That was an easy forty minutes. It didn't take much to get that far. <laughs> Goes quick. Outstanding, guys. Damn. Um, we'll do it again next week. Next week. Yeah. All right. Again, through the Facebook page, through uh, the CrossFit Talent blog, we want to hear what you want us to be talking about. You know, give us some feedback. Yeah, yeah. Are we good? Are we killing forty minutes for you? Helping you get on the treadmill? Is it? You know, we're open for uh, we're open for input and uh do i need to go do something else for 40 minutes <laughs> right if you uh need crossfit gear hit up live sore oh yeah we never <laughs> did mention live sore yeah i gotta give my apparel sponsor a shout out outstanding stuff Livesore. still waiting on my shipment uh my ogar strong yeah, shirt and my highly aggressive coming. shirt on the way but uh, they are swamped with orders right now as they uh as they do that charitable donation for kevin ogar so uh, i'll awesome. be i'm being patient and uh It'll eventually get here, and then it'll, I will make it mine. <laughs> All right, guys, I appreciate it. Let's do it again next week. Take care.